The 6A West Conference is starting to take shape on both the boys and girls' sides. Who's out front? Who's in the mix? And how about that 5A West? All this and more on this week's Prep Rally. You're listening to the Prep Rally Podcast. Now here's your host, Graham Thomas. Welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn. I'm Graham Thomas with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'm joined in the studio, Rick Fires, and Leland Barclay joins us from the River Valley. It's good to be back in the studio, guys, with all the snow and ice here lately. Things are starting to melt a little bit. And because of all that, we've had a lot of basketball action in this last week or so. We're all kind of crammed together on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. you know, Tuesday deal. Um, a lot of teams have played three games in that span, so we're going to dive right into the results and, and what it all means. Um, so, uh, guys, I have to really we, – we have to, in my mind, we have got to start the 6A West and, and go to the Saturday night game with, with uh, Harbor visiting Fayetteville. And, Rick, you and I were there and got to see it. Uh, Fayetteville comes away with a, with a big win, a you know, big you know, double-digit win. Um, you know, and, and what to make of it. Um, it's kind of like I, I, when I visit with Coach Stamps and with Coach Deffy Ball – uh, from from Harbor, um, we thought that you know Fayetteville was a really good team, and they showed that they are a really good team. I don't think Harbor is as bad as maybe they looked at times on on Friday night or sorry, excuse me, Saturday night in a, in a hostile environment. But um, we just don't, we just don't know. We have enough information at this point. One, the good thing is right now we have seen these teams. I've seen uh, Harvard. I've seen Springdale High. I've seen Fayetteville. And I've seen Little Rock Central. And now we're kind of at the halfway point where we can kind of get a little bit of idea. I don't know how it's going to end up, but I know everybody in the 6A West is chasing Fayetteville now on the boys' side. And, my goodness, man, this is um, – if, if, if you got a clue who's going to win the state championship in North Little Rock here at the end of February or March – um, I wouldn't know who to pick at this point. Still a lot of basketball to play, but, man, there was a fantastic game. Good call on your, on your part to double-team that. It was worthy of two uh, riders there, photographer. It was just an excellent Saturday night show and really immensely enjoyed it. Now, Leland, I would have liked to have gotten your take kind of going into that one, who you thought might win, and then were you surprised at the result? Yes, because I think we all kind of thought, maybe not all of us, but I, I, I certainly thought that they had um, Har uh, Springdale Harbor had kind of separated themselves a little bit. It's still early, but obviously, um, you know, they've been really good at the start. And um, yeah, I, I not that you really, not that we can ever count Fayetteville out, but yes, I thought Harbor was the favorite going into it. And, and it's, still I think the favorite to win the conference because 16 game conference um I mean gosh that's that's a long grind I mean as if as if 14's not enough and now it's eight or not as if 14's not enough now it's 16 so there's still a lot of basketball left to be played yeah that was a consensus with coach stamps and coach Deffy ball too is we've got a long way to go here and there's a lot that can happen you know um, one thing that happened, uh, a negative for Springdale Harbor early on, was their sophomore post, uh, Jabari Washington, 
uh, went out with a wrist injury, and I, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know how long he's going to be out, but that that made a difference in Harbor, and uh, you know, Jackson Conley uh, scored just two points. He averages about eighteen. So when um, and, and Fayetteville did a really good job on him, but you know, next time around at Wildcat Arena, it may be a different story. So um, you know, we'll just kind of see how that plays out. Um, and that game's been played on January 20th. I looked it up because I know Harbor is going to have a big uh, crowd over there at Wildcat Arena. That's another big-time game we can look forward to. Well, and, you know, then you look at last night's results. You know, Rick and Rick, you were there. Bentonville uh, played them. Bentonville, Bentonville played at Fayetteville, and it was a really tight ball game right yes. to the end. Bentonville had a chance. And, sure did. you know, with the way Fayetteville played against Harbor, I was like, man, they just – they may roll all over Bentonville. They did not. So, um, you know, a lot of teams are capable of sneaking up and getting you if you're not careful. Yeah, you know, you knew they weren't going to be as high as they were on that Saturday night uh, big-time game on and uh, Harbor Inn. You knew maybe a little bit of letdown, and they almost had too much of a letdown because Bentonville was right with them the whole game. And, uh, you know, Brad Stamps talked about that. And, and they'll get back up. they got some more games to go. But, man, really enjoying this 6A West race on both sides, boys and girls. Well, let's talk about the girls. Uh, so, yeah. you know, what a fun league this has been so far. Yeah. Um, you had all those teams right up there together. And, and now we've kind of got a little, bit of, a little bit of separation. Northside's out in front. Uh, you've got Fayetteville. You've got Harbor. And you've got Springdale that are in second place, all tied together. And then Bentonville dropped a third after losing at Fayetteville last yep. night. But, I mean, it's just fascinating to talk about. I, I was uh, talking with Ricky Smith from Northside about that last night, about just how, how good of a league it's been. And, you know, he agreed. It's been a lot of fun, and, and nobody knows which way it's going to go, Leland. Well, I think, you know, what a big – because last year, last week at this time, we were talking about four teams being tied at 4-1, and one. And then Bentonville sitting at four and two. So really five teams sitting there really, um, you know, jockeying for position at the top of the conference. And then Northside, really not to anybody's surprise. I think if there's any team that's capable of winning three games in five days, it is Northside. And so for them to be able to do that and take the lead at the halfway point is, uh, you know, pretty impressive on their part. But again, uh, you know, man, a 16-game conference is such a grind, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it turns out. But at the t- at the turn, I'm going to borrow a Rick Fires phrase. At the turn, um, Northside right. leads it. Yep. 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 Uh, how about the 5A West? I know you got to see the Alma boys in person last night, and they, you know, if if the story is any indication, they were mighty mighty impressive. You know, it's, you know, they're starting fives really good and not a one of them is a senior. And then to get 41 points off the bench, uh, I mean, they bring five more guys in and there's just not a drop off. I, I, um, I was very impressed by, uh, by the Airedales last night. It's the first time I've got to see them this year. Of course, you know, you, you kind of, we look at their record and it's, it's not that impressive overall, but you know, Dominic Lincoln took his team through a really, really tough grind uh, in November and December, tough out-of-town tournaments and competition. And, boy, I think it's paying off because they're they're really good. They're really deep. 
and there's just there's not a drop off when they go to the bench even inside there's not very many people that can match up with Israel Towns Robinson inside but then when they go to the bench uh they can bring in uh, Eddie Tate who's a 63 uh you know monster inside as well he comes off the bench and he scores 8 points and has 11 rebounds off the bench uh and they can shoot the 3 off the bench so it's they're very impressive. I'd have to say at this point, they're one of the best teams in Class 5A. You know, I, I just – I know Greenwood has is, is kind of been down a little bit in boys' basketball, but they just went in there and walloped them. I mean, <laughs> you know, and it's been a while since we've been able to say that about an Alabama boys' basketball team. They've been down a little bit. And so kudos to Coach Lincoln and, and the crew that they've got right now. They're rolling. Well, they're 5-0 and in conference, and that is their best start to conference play since uh, starting 2012-8-0. Yep. Uh, and, and just another uh, smaller school note about from la- from uh, Tuesday night, uh, the, the Bergman Panthers would go over to Elkins and get a big win in a 3-A-1 conference. I mean, you talk about a good team. Bergman has shown on the boys' and girls' side they are very, very good. Um. Rick, I know you've uh, done a little bit on those Bergman Panthers a little bit. And this is a basketball tradition, rich school. Oh, it's, you know, boys and girls. Um, we knew at the beginning that they were going to be very, very good. Uh, Elkins was the one that was riding high there for a while, and they were in their own gym. And and got to give credit to Bergman coming in there and knocking them off in their own, own gym. I think there was, I, th- I think I read it was their – First loss in their new gym. Yeah, uh, hadn't really been over there yet. I'm looking forward to going over there, and they're holding a, they're hosting a tournament, yeah, right? Three A state tournament's going to be there. So Bergman just getting a little feel for everything. Yeah, seeing how it's going to be. So, all right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will look ahead to what's coming up for us this week. You're listening to Prep Rally. If you're enjoying this podcast, consider a newspaper subscription to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette or the River Valley Democrat Gazette. We have a special offer for our podcast listeners, so visit nwaonline.com slash nwapodcast to get started. You can also click the subscribe button on our websites, nwaonline.com and rivervalleydemocratgazette.com, or call us at 479-684-5509, and be sure to say that you're a podcast listener. Now back to the show. And we're back on the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pests and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay with you, as always. And uh, gentlemen, we are uh, rolling into the, the we're, we're making the turn. Is Rick making Fires. the turn. Making if you're the at the turn. racetrack, you're making a turn. And uh, actually, a couple teams have not made the turn just yet, and that's going to be Rogers and Heritage. They because have a makeup make game yep. that they will play Thursday night, the Battle well, of they Rogers. they need to catch up. And then, uh, you know, looking at Friday's 6A West games, uh, Leland, I believe you're going to be at Northside for the Southside at Northside game. Uh, we've got Bentonville at Harbor. Fayetteville is at Bentonville West, a very hot Bentonville West uh, boys team right now that's won three in a row, and it'll be Colors Day over there. And Springdale's at Rogers Heritage. So, guys, I mean, you know, on, on the surface, you have a lot, you know, a lot of really good, intriguing matchups here. Um, you know, the Bentonville uh, Harbor girls game has a lot of implications. And, you know, uh, on the boys' side of it, Bentonville's kind of reeling a little bit. They've, they've lost, to, uh, they lost to Rival West. They've lost to Fayetteville now. Uh, they're 4-4 four and four in the league. And, you know, maybe they can 
If they can steal one on the road at Wildcat Arena, that'd be huge. I didn't think they were that good, but I was impressed with Bentonville last night. And you know, and, that, and when you're in, on that back turn, you got a time, you got a chance to gain some ground. A team that beat you in the first uh, early uh, round robin didn't turn around, and and you got a chance to take them down. So, uh, second half of the uh, conference season really going to be interesting. Well, I'm kind of looking at that Fayetteville West boys game too. You know, West, yeah. uh, Fayetteville handled West at Spanked Fayetteville. Them. West is playing really well right now. They've kind of come together. You know, they did. They've done this. They've kind of come together a little bit, and they've they've beaten some. Uh, they've won three in a row, and Coach Greg White is doing a good job over there. And it's going to be Colors Day. They're going to be fired up and ready to go. Um, Leland, you know, Southside Northside. So you know, Southside took care or, or won this ball game for the first time in a long time. Last time these two guys played. And, you know, Northside, they're reeling a little bit. They need a W. So I know, I know they'll come out hungry on Friday. Oh, that'll be that'll be a very heated contest. Uh, Northside, I know, feels like that they let one get away from them. Southside won that game in overtime. So I'm kind of hoping for another overtime game on Friday night. Oh, whoa, 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 deadlines, whoa, whoa, man. whoa, whoa. We got whoa. deadlines. Deadlines. Uh, I, I hope it is a really good game. Uh, you know, I, I got to see Northside <laughs> last night and – um, you know, they were, uh, you know, honestly, they, they weren't really ever in it. They got within eight in the third quarter, and, and West had a response and then just kind of comfortably won the ball game. And, um, you know, I know uh, Coach Pierce was, was frustrated at times. You know, it's his first year at Northside, the historic program, tradition rich. And, and right now they're – you know they're two and six in league play, and they've got to they've got to find some some answers to how they're going to get back in this thing. Um, so, you know, it's um, having not covered the six A West in a long, long time. This has been just a lot of fun. You know, re glad to have you. Hey, well, thank you. But <laughs> I'm, I'm refamiliarizing myself with a lot of these these teams, and and it's been mm -hmm. a while. You know. Now the the five A West, which I'm very familiar with and love to cover, man, they have got some matchups on Friday, and um, Leland, I think uh, you know as much as you you know you want to be at Northside Southside, but I know for sure that you'd love to be Russellville at Van Buren, and you would love to be Mountain Home at Alma. There's just so many good games down the River Valley this weekend. Yeah, that was uh, that was I guess a tough decision in a way. You know, Harold's going to be in Alma. Walter's going to be in Van Buren. So all three of those games will be uh, covered very well uh, um, by, uh, by the staff. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun to keep up with those guys because both of them do such a good job on Twitter as well, better than I do. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be fun to keep up with those because, you know, we're kind of hoping for an undefeated uh, battle of Crawford County next Tuesday in a makeup game. But, you know, Mountain Home uh, at Alma and then uh, Russellville coming to Van Buren, uh, boy, that's two tough, right. well, that, tough games for the boys. Hey, Lee, do they still play that Crawford County tournament? No. Man, there no, was a, but I tell you, was a great no, tournament. No, but Mountainburg did start up the Bob Denniston Classic okay. this year, which does feature, and it's not a true tournament, it's just a, uh, a uh, classic, classic format. That includes Cedarville, Mulberry, and Mountainburg. Now, Alma and Van Buren don't participate in it, but they're still keeping some of that Crawford County rivalry alive, which is great to see. And they just started that up this past December. 
Well, let, let's talk Russellville Van Buren boys here for a second. Um, Van Buren boys, you know, I've, I've been real familiar with him over the years and covering Salem Springs, and you know, they would, you know, the the scouting my scouting report on Van Buren would have always been this: they usually play pretty well at home, but on the road, not so great. Well, this year they're playing great just about everywhere they go. And now they're going to get a very athletic Russellville Cyclones team coming into their place. And I know they'll be charged up and ready over there at Claire Bates Arena. Um, Brad Autry, he's a lot of fun uh, to talk to, you know, before and after games. And just doing a great job this year with the pointers. He is a high-energy guy. And, uh, boy, I tell you, when, uh, when I go in to talk to him after a game, um, I, I walk out of there feeling like I could go out there and, and maybe, uh, maybe score 20 points. Um, <laughs> he's a high energy guy. He's, uh, and that energy is very contagious with this team. You know, they've got the three, uh, three senior guards that, uh, that are playing very well. My favorite Tom Glavin McDonald. He's really not Tom, Absolutely. but that's who he's named yep. after is Tom Glavin. I love mm -hmm. it. Yep. So, you know, but Russellville lost last night. And so they're, um, you know, they, they feel like they need to get one because until um, Alma beat them, they were 30 and six at home in conference play over the last five years. Well, um, but you know, a lot of that, that was when, was when, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, uh, is it Kyle, Kyle Pennington was the head coach there and they won four conference titles in a row, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I know this game's at Van Buren, but it's like, um, you know, really for Alma and Van Buren, this is, these are kind of must win games because they're at home because they know they're going to have to go there in the second half of, uh, you know, the round Robin play. So they're, they're <clears> big <throat> games for the Airedales and the pointers on Friday night. Well, and then mountain home at Alma. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, we talk about on this podcast, well, someone has to go to mountain home and the trip alone is an equalizer on the reverse side of that, you know, mountain home has to go down to Alma, but the trips really don't bother those kids. They're, they're so used to that. Used to from, I mean, all the years of, of having to go to the East conference or, or come over this way, long trips don't but don't bother mountain home. I think we've established that. So, and their boys team, you know, this boys matchup, Alma is going to get a huge test. Uh, you know, those Mountain Home Bombers are a really good team. And um, so we'll, we'll, we'll just see what happens in this one. I'm excited about it. And then, uh, and then you know, Leland, you already kind of mentioned this on the early going. On uh, January 30th, you know, if we can get both of these Van Buren and Alma teams to get by Friday night with another win and – you know, knock on wood, we have great weather. We have Van Buren and Alma on January 30th, which is on two, this upcoming Tuesday. And I'm just saying, there there shouldn't be an empty seat in Air, in Charles B. Dyer Airedale Arena for that one. No, that one should be an electric atmosphere. Um, you know, I, I know it's hard not to look ahead, but I guarantee you, uh, Dominic Lincoln and, and Brad Autry right now, they are focused on Friday night. Oh, I know. And, you know, and even if if one of the one or both of these teams slip up on Friday night, that's still a really big game come Tuesday. And oh, oh, absolutely. You so, know, because in the five A, only four of the of the eight teams go to the state tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's uh, you know, that's that's gigantic, and it's shaking out right now, where it looks like there's going to be 
five teams vying for four, those four spots. And I know the uh, the other teams, you know, the other th- three, they're not out of it. But it's looking like it's a it's a battle between five teams for those four spots. Right. And the Class 5A state tournament will be at the brand-new arena in Searcy. And um, we were kind of boy, – boy, I was hoping it was going to be over here at Van Buren. That would have been a lot of fun to have uh, another state tournament over this way. We always like it when it's like that. So, all right. Well, guys, we are going to take another break. And when we come back, we'll get into our top five of the week. Stay on top of all Arkansas Razorback sports with a Digital Plus subscription on the Hogs Illustrated app. Get complete Razorbacks coverage in one location. Your subscription gives you 20-plus issues of Hogs Illustrated magazine, the most unique and compelling coverage anywhere in the state, plus total access to all the content on wholehogsports.com, including breaking news, commentaries, analysis, features, recruiting, award-winning photos, and premium message boards. Subscriptions start at just $17 per month. Join the Hog Sports Network team at subscribe.waco.com. That's subscribe.wehco.com. Or call 479-684-5509 to get your front row seat to Arkansas Razorback Sports. Go Hogs! And we're back with the Prep Rally Podcast, sponsored by West Termite Pest and Lawn, Graham Thomas, Rick Fires, Leland Barclay. As always, uh, the... Well, I don't know what... what I, we don't have a nickname. We'll have to come up with one. Something good, though. But guys, we're going to get into our top five of the week and... Uh, uh, Leland, we'll have you start off this week with, with your top five from the River Valley. Uh, Mansfield senior Allison Edwards had 26 points and nine rebounds and four assists in uh, Mansfield's 67-44 win uh, over Mountainburg on Friday night. Uh, and then in last night's games, Anna Trusty, uh, I know that's a name we've yes. uh, mentioned a few times over the last couple of years. Uh, last night she had against Alma 28 points, 11 steals, including six in the first quarter. Wow. And eight rebounds and three assists. She scored 15 points in the first half and then 13 points in the third quarter of an 82-33 win over Alma. She probably was a little bit motivated after that loss at Mountain Home on Friday night, don't you think? Well, you know, they were, um, you know, really coach Reeves, I talked to him and, uh, you know, it's, uh, some things for our notebook on, on Friday. Uh, you know, he pinned most of that loss on him, on himself. Uh, he on fell on the sword. That's what good coaches do. Yep. He did. He, he took the, uh, he took the blame for that one and said, there's some different things that they need to do. And that's his fault for, um, uh, for not noticing it before then. And, uh, he did mention that they still have to come to Greenwood. That is true. All right, go on with your top five there, so, Leland. <laughs> <laughs> and then I mentioned Eddie Tate, the uh, mm-hmm. 6'3 junior, came off the bench last night for the Alma Airedales and had eight points, 10 rebounds. He scored uh, – Greenwood was still within 50-36. to 36. They had scored a, a three-pointer and scored inside, and they were within 50-36. to 36. And Eddie Tate scored underneath – and then had a conventional three-point play uh, to kind of, uh, and that kind of, that kind of, uh, you know, put uh, Alma back on track, and they were able to uh, to win seventy-one to forty-six. Uh, but he came off the bench and had a had a, he was part of that forty-one points off the bench for Alma. 
I love it when you have good bench production. That's just so much fun. Yeah, he. I tell you, they. Um, again, I was impressed by not only the five starters, but the five guys that came off the bench as well. Uh, and then the uh, Eli Slavens, a high-scoring guard, uh, had 26 points yes. and a win over Boonville. Eli's at uh, Hackett, right? Hackett, yep. For Hackett uh, uh, against Boonville, 26 points. He went over the 1,000-yard uh, mark earlier a couple of weeks ago and he's uh boy he's another good one that's uh that's good to watch and then of course uh hasley grot grot john uh north side guard uh hit, hit the game winner uh the was the the player of the week for the girls uh kind of hit the game winner with 26 seconds left for uh mm -hmm. for north side on saturday in a win she had scored uh she finished with 19 points in that game uh, in the win over Springdale, she had 17 the night before against Rogers Heritage, and then she had 12 in last night's game. So she's been a welcomed addition for the Lady Bears. She's a tough kid. I tell you what, she, uh, you know, she played up in Missouri. I remember when I was having to cover McDonald County, she was uh, with one of the teams up that way. I remember that Grot John. She had a sister too. I don't know what uh, where the sister ended up, but um, last night. Uh, I mean, she took a pretty hard foul right under the basket and had to leave the area. Otherwise, she might have gone for a little more than 12. Um, and, boy, I, that was my first time seeing Northside. They've got, they've got a lot of potential there with, with the athletes that they've got and, you know, the Gooden sisters and, and, and all that. Um, all right, so uh, Northwest Arkansas girls basketball. Now we're going to talk a little bit for my top five. Uh, and how about this, guys? I'm going to start this one off. Uh, Harbor coach Kimberly Jenkins got her 100th career coaching win at Harbor on Saturday in that Fayetteville game where they edged Fayetteville by two points on the Bulldogs' home floor. So it got number 101 last night um, at Rogers Heritage. So congrats to Coach Kimberly Jenkins. She's, great coach. She's awesome. Oh, great person. What yes, was it you said about her, Rick? She's the second most – the second most uh, – no, that was somebody else. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I, I – uh, uh, Coach Jenkins is from Dardanelle, I think. Yeah. Okay. I, th I think that's right. Um, I think she came from Valley, Valley. Springs. Oh, oh, yeah, Valley Springs. Okay. Yeah. I think the thing I was thinking about was when you were talking yeah. about Austin Reeves in your column, and oh. uh, you then you were mentioning Amber Shiree. Amber, yeah. So Amber I, Nichols, know. yes. Wait, um, so many games we've been covering lately, it's hard to get – it's, you know, easy to get everything mixed up. So, uh, I'm going to – you know, Springdale girls had a really tough loss against uh, Northside on Saturday night, lost by three. Leland just mentioned Grot John with the, the big play in overtime. Yep. Uh, they bounced back in a big way against Rogers last night, and uh, kudos to them. Uh, it's really good to see them having a good year. They've been down a little bit. They've always had some pretty good athletes. I saw one of them – Playing for Ole Miss, uh, Markeisha Davis. I know yes. she started with the Razorbacks. I remember her. Yep. Uh, I remember when she she was just a really good player at Springdale. But Absolutely. they bounced back big against Rodgers last night. Great job by the Lady Red Dogs. Uh, man, Rick, I I know you. This was the game you covered and, and wrote about in the paper. But I'm looking at a 26 to zero run by the Fayetteville Girls on Bentonville yesterday. Um, I have never seen anything like that, 26 to nothing. And against a decent team. Yeah, Bentonville is a, is a good yeah. team. I mean, they just poured it on. Sometimes you just can't get out of it. And yep. so that's that's definitely in this week's top five. You know, the Bergman girls uh, 
improved to twenty eight and two and six and zero with a. They handled Elkins pretty good last night on the road. Man, they're a good team. Uh, they've beaten a lot of uh, a lot of schools bigger than them too. And then uh, last, certainly not least, uh, the, you know the Gentry girls got a big win on the road at Pea Ridge last night. You know Gentry is. Uh, I think they're one of the better teams in Class 4A. You know they've they've not been able to to get to Farmington, um, but man, they've got a lot of weapons and can score. And uh, Coach TV Ball does a really good job at Gentry. So that is my top five for the week. For the week, and Rick Fires, you're up. All right, um, I got my first look at uh, Farmington uh, boys, and my goodness, Lane Taylor, 34 points at uh, Rival Prairie Grove. I've been watching this kid since he's a freshman. His body is—he's is, really got himself in shape. Uh, man, he can hit from the three. He can drive. He does doing everything so well. He's got a great supporting cast uh, around him. I can't wait to see them. They—they they got other games. I can't wait to see them in the postseason play. I know uh, Lane is going to uh, North Texas, but my goodness, I wish we could keep these Arkansas kids in Arkansas. But you know, you got to go where you want it. Saturday night, got to go back to Saturday. Watch that Fayetteville uh, Spring to Harbor um, showdown. Uh, excellent game. Ornette Gaines was our uh, player of the week from that game. But man, you come back. I watched it last night, and it was um, Jaden Haney was kind of the ringleader. They were so well balanced with Xavier Brown, Ornette Gaines, Jaden, DJ Nell, uh, DJ Hudson, the six uh, four, six five sophomore. Um, I think we mentioned it earlier about Bergman going to Elkins and handing Elkins their first loft in their new gym. That's going to be – when you get to that district regional uh, play, man, there's some great teams in the 3A. Valley Springs is in there. Somebody probably from the 3A4 will come up, wherever that regional's at. Uh, hey, give credit to Bentonville West. Um, I watched Fayetteville spank them pretty good. And, and a lot of times when you get beat like that, that may turn into two losses, three losses. But, no, not with Bentonville West. They come back and um, and beat uh, Northside pretty well. Cruisenberry, I read where he had a nasty fall. And he, oh, man, and it was, he, a, it was yeah. awful. Ooh, yeah. Golly. And he, he shook it off. And, um, I mean, you got to be tough to play these kind of games. And he got back in there to help his team. To, so, credit to um, the Wolverines. And I, I'm going back to Prairie Grove on that Friday night when I got to watch Lane Taylor during halftime the boys game. Jalen Beeks, it's that time of year you start thinking a little bit about baseball. Jalen Beeks, former Prairie Grove Tiger, Arkansas Razorback, was honored in the, I think they call it the Hall of um, uh, Tigers, what is it, the Pride. Yeah, the Tigers uh, Hall of Pride. He was inducted in their school athletic hall of fame. He signed with Colorado during the offseason. I uh, remember him with the Red Sox. He played for Tampa Bay. Now he's got another opportunity at, with the Colorado, Colorado Rockies. Good luck to Jalen. Man, that's some good stuff there, guys. Uh, that's one of my favorite parts of the show every week is seeing what you guys are going to come up with. So, and, and, guys, you know, we there's so much more we could have delved into. Yep. And, I mean, there's just so much, guys. And, um Especially Let's do this every day. <laughs> we could probably we could probably talk sports every day of the week, and Especially at least the, at least the of three year. of us would have fun with it. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, that wraps up this week's edition of Prep Rally. And folks, you can listen to Prep Rally at nwaonline.com. You can find it. You can watch the podcast on YouTube, or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again to our sponsor, West Termite Pest and Lawn. Be and. Uh, 
check out the River Valley Report. Uh, you can find that at the River Valley Democrat Gazette dot com. Uh, it's also on all those same podcast forums. So uh, we'll see you next week, and we love you.